All right, everyone. Welcome to the 2014 Nationals preview for Average Shows Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Sean Smith. Uh, with me today is Spencer Jardine of Saginaw Valley, Dylan Allred of Maryland, Kevin Bailey of Grand Valley, and Zegas Maloney of DePaul. Uh, so today we're just going to kind of be going over what we expect for Nationals uh, because we were hoping to have a schedule finished by today, but unfortunately it is still in the works. So we, uh, we have sort of like a mock schedule coming up. Uh, nothing entirely set yet, so things might change. Uh, but right now, this is like the best model that we have to go off of. Uh, guys, do you want to say anything before we get started? Looking forward to finally being on a podcast after all these years. <laughs> all right. Um, so let's get started. Uh, so the first pool that uh, I sort of came up with uh, while working with Zygmus a little bit earlier today uh, it's Pool A, with the top seed in there being Grand Valley. Uh, so, Kevin, that's you guys. Uh, Wisconsin, Platteville, Maryland, and Bowling Green. Uh, this one, I just we kind of put together. Um, I go ahead and say I see Grand Valley winning this bracket. Um, <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, it, it's bold prediction of the century. Um, I think my game of the match for this pool will be wisconsin Platteville against Maryland. Uh, I think you guys will have a similar match um, like we had with Wisconsin last year, uh, where it's just really close and it's like a one-point victory. Um, so I don't know who's going to win that one. Uh, Dylan, in all honesty, I'm probably going to lean you guys. So uh, I've never even seen them play, so I don't I don't know anything about them. Uh, we actually got to play Wisconsin uh, in Chicago just a couple of months ago, and I'm going to – teams better watch out. They are not a team to be messed with. They were definitely uh, a very high-power throwing team, and they had some great catchers. I was really shocked by the amount of talent that they had. And Granted, I've never seen Maryland play before, but I guess I'll compare them. I think they're, they're right up there. We only beat them 2-0, and the first point came down to a, I think it was like a six-on-three situation, and they almost pulled it out on us. So definitely a sleeper team in my book. David Spencer, don't make me waffle this early. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> uh, Kevin, have you seen Wisconsin play at all this year? No, I haven't seen them play. I saw Maryland only that one time at uh, JMU. But right. I think Maryland's going to... I think Maryland could beat them, though. Just from what I saw when they played JMU, they were, they were really good in that game, even though they lost. All right. Um, so what do you guys think? Or, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, well, I, I see Wisconsin play all the time, and they're, they're fairly good, but they come from, you know, the, the Illinois region mindset, as in they can compete when they want to, but generally they're there to play some dodgeball rather than super super intensive competitive kind of kind of play. So that's just my two cents. They're good. They're probably the best team west of Michigan, but right. yeah. Uh, so I don't know about you guys, but I see it shaping up. Uh, Grand Valley three zero. Uh, Maryland or Wisconsin? I'm leading Maryland going two and one. Uh, Wisconsin going uh, one and two, and BG going on three. Has Bowling Green even played a game this year? 
Yeah, yeah. they hosted. They oh, hosted I something. I haven't seen them all year, which is rare for us. They uh they came to Grand Valley like early in the season for like one of our tournaments that we hosted, and then uh they hosted the tournament like the next weekend too. So we saw them like two straight weekends. How'd they look when you guys saw them? They're I mean they didn't have a, their full roster. They said they were missing like three of their top guys, but I think that. I mean, I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year, even though they don't have... I forget his name, whoever their captain was last year. Oh, jeez, I'm trying to remember his name. I forget. But, yeah, they, they had, like, their top six guys or something. Was They were pretty good, so... All right. Uh, moving on to uh, Pool B. Uh, this one, we've got Saginaw Valley as the top seed in there. Um, then we've got Ohio State. The host school is uh, the number two seed. Uh, University of Kentucky is the number three, and Penn State as the number four. So, um, from what we've heard, Zig, you told me this earlier. Uh, Kentucky's currently still on the fence about whether they're coming or not. Well, they just don't uh, communicate at all. <laughs> so, I. They didn't submit any All-Stars, and I know that they're probably busy with their basketball stuff, but so that's why. And they were there was some money issues. They'll probably be there, because if they don't, then it's a 15-team event, and then it makes it a mess. So they should, definitely should be there, because right now we have 16, and it's just so easy to make a pool and a bracket with a nice little even number like that. Well, hopefully they show up, especially after hosting last year. Uh, Is Zach Brown still the captain? No. Uh, he's, in, he's in law school right now. So, if this were a bracket that we had, what would you guys see shaping up? Spencer? Oh, let's go over the pool again. Just with this pool, uh <laughs> I haven't seen you know, Ohio State play this year, but if they're anything like last year, it should be a pretty good matchup. It was, got it. We played them day one in nationals, and I think it was four to two, but it pretty sure it started off one to one, and then we kind of got got the ball rolling. But uh, we played Kentucky earlier in the year. Um, they didn't have a full roster, neither did we, so we can't really go off of that. But I'd expect to beat them. I don't know if they're gonna have everyone that they had last year, which was a pretty dangerous roster. And who was the fourth team? Uh, Penn State. Ah, okay. Well, that sucks, I guess. <laughs> um, I haven't played Penn State. Um, looking forward to, though. It's always good playing a, a new team and getting to, getting to know more people. Um, I would expect, you know, Saginaw Valley to go 3-0. and uh, Ohio State would definitely be my number two coming out of that, 2-1. and one. Uh, then Kentucky followed by Penn State. Gotcha. Uh, Kevin or Dylan, what do you guys think? Uh, I'd, go ahead. Oh. Okay, I'll go. Um, I mean, I would probably say probably the same order, but Penn State uh, is a lot better than I expected them to be. We played them the first time at JMU last semester, and I want to say it was, I don't remember the exact score. It might have been like 2-1 or something like that. It was a really close game. Um, they actually had a lot of talent. I don't think they've been to a tournament since then, but for the I think they you guys said they were at nationals last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't their first tournament, but it was the first time we played them, and they're a lot better than I expected. Um, 
But as far as the other teams, uh, we never played Ohio State or Saginaw. But from what I hear, Saginaw is pretty good. So I'm going to go with Saginaw on top and then Ohio State, Kentucky, and Penn State. But it could go either way with Penn State or Kentucky, I guess. Kevin? I'd actually put uh, Saginaw and then Kentucky number two over Ohio State. I haven't seen Kentucky all year, but I know that they didn't lose that many players from last year, and they, I think they were in the Final Four last year. They were a really good team. So I'd, I'd say Kentucky number two, Ohio State number three, but that'd be a, that'll be a really good game. Just like last year uh, at Nationals, that was the game that went yeah, into overtime. I was going to bring that up. And we still do not have that footage. Yeah. Uh, I guess Josh Raymer is still in charge of that? Uh, no, it's, it's another guy. The guy who has the footage is sending it to Josh Raymer. All right. Well, hopefully whoever that guy is manages to get it up before uh, next weekend. <laughs> well, we shouldn't harp on him too much because he did, like, uh, live broadcast the final match. That was all him. I forgot his I don't his name escapes me right now, but he did manage to broadcast the first match in NCDA history live. Fair enough. Um, I guess my predictions for this section. Uh, I don't know, Spencer. I've got a tight between you guys and Ohio State, um, just because I think you know since they're hosting it, um, you know they can have the best roster possible out of all teams, or at least have the chance to have the best roster possible because you know all their guys are going to be in town. Um, so I think if they have their best roster available, from what I heard, they should be uh, you know, far, far from a tough out and maybe have a chance to upset or run the table. Um, but I still think you guys will go 3-0 um, with Ohio State following up. And then I'm kind of torn between UK and Penn State because I haven't seen uh, UK yet this year. Um, and like Dylan said, Penn State... Uh, does have a lot of good talent, and they definitely learned a lot uh, from being in Nationals last year, so I think they'll be a little bit better prepared this year, but I think I still have Kentucky taking that one. Sean, I just want to make a point. Um, just because it's at Ohio State doesn't mean they're all going to be there. I mean, I don't know if they are or not, but our home tournament, we were missing seven, eight team guys, so oh. just because it's at home doesn't mean they're going to have everyone. Like I said, they have the best chance to have everyone. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good game. Uh, Ohio State and Saginaw have always played, I think, almost every Nationals since they were at Ohio State last. We've played Ohio State in at the National Tournament. So there's always that little Michigan versus Ohio rivalry, and both teams come to play. It's going to be a real, real good match to see. Yeah. All right, so moving on to uh, our mock Pool C. Um, I have Kent State. Uh, Towson, Michigan State, and Miami. Uh, Dylan, we'll start with you this time. What do you think will happen? Um, I think Kent State will probably go 3-0. Um, do you know how many people Miami is bringing? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay, so... I think there was Kent supposed to be fairly, fairly full. As in at least 15. 15? I thought they only had like 10 people showing up to practice. I don't know. 
then. When when we played them at uh, JMU, they said they only have 10 people on their team. One of them couldn't make it, so they made it sound like they didn't even have 15 people. Hmm. But um, I've never seen Michigan State play. Um, but So I, I don't really know about the rest of the, the games. I would say Towson <coughs> will probably beat Miami. Um, but I don't know anything about Michigan State. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? Uh, I'd say uh, Kent State would be number one. MSU would be a close second. Even though they have a lot of losses this year, they're really good in the second half of the year, especially. So I'd have them second, and then uh, Towson third, Miami fourth. That's a good pool, though. That's got some yeah, quality. I agree. Teams in it. Yeah. Um, Spencer, what do you think? Uh, I wish I'd seen Townsend play, uh, but I definitely think, uh, you know, these are some pretty brutal pools. There's a lot more parity in the league than I think I've ever seen. Usually the, you could just hand the, the top seed the, the winning of all the pools, but I definitely think Townsend could give Kent a run for their money. Have you guys played them yet this year? Uh, we've played Kent, uh, Miami, Those, and we haven't played Michigan State. Okay. And, you know, Michigan State's another team that, you know, they're, they're a solid team. If they could just learn how to finish points, um, wow, that's that's a tough one. I definitely have – I'd have to give it to Kent State just because they've been on a roll all year. They've got a – it's a very senior team who, you know, they beat us at the start of the year. Um, I don't know who won the Chicago – not the Chicago, the Ohio Dodgeball Cup. Kent State did. Kent State. I mean, very yeah. easily. I mean, there's a reason they're they're, they're only right behind uh, Grand Valley. It's it's not that they're just running around playing you know horrible teams. They've they've gone and they've played these tough teams and these tough tournaments. So I'd have to give it to them. Maybe Michigan State coming in at second just because I'm biased towards Michigan teams, and then uh, Townsend for sure come, coming in third. Yeah, um, I'm going to have to say Kent State takes it. Um, I think their match with Michigan State will be really tight. Because um, the last time I saw Michigan State was at Kent back in September. But you know, based on what Kevin said and uh, the little bit that I've been like seeing and hearing around, they've done a lot of improvement uh, since then. Um, and knowing the roster that we're bringing since we won't have our full 20 yet again, um, we should have a full to, like full roster, but just not everyone that we want to have. Um, I think for a while we might keep it close with them just because neither team has played each other. Uh, so I think we'll be like trying to figure each other out for a little bit, and then I think Michigan State will pull it out um, and probably be just by like two or three points maybe. Um, and then I think we'll beat Miami uh, for the end of that bracket. And... Uh, as our last pool, Pool D, I have JMU, uh, Central Michigan, Western Kentucky, and DePaul. Uh, so, Kevin, if you want to start this one off, finish off the last pool, go ahead. Yeah, I'd have it in that order where it's uh, JMU, then Central, then Western Kentucky, then DePaul. But uh, I think the JMU against Central game will be pretty fun to watch because that's one of the hardest throwing teams against probably the best catching team still. Yep. So that would be 
I I think JMU would win that game still, but that'd be a cool game to watch just because of their uh, difference in styles. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Spencer, what do you think? Uh, I definitely agree with uh, Kevin. I love seeing that offensive firepower going up against that defensive catching. I think that's going to be something to see. I don't think Jamie and CMU have played each other either, so that's always going to be fun to watch. Uh, WKU, uh, I haven't seen them, but they always bring a solid team, so I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, DePaul, as much as they like to mess around a little bit, they've got some talent on their team, that's for sure. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a bunch of teams went 1-2 and two with JMU going 3-0. and Gotcha. Uh, Dylan, I don't, I think the only team you've seen out of this is JMU. What do you think? I mean, JMU, I, I don't see any of those teams beating JMU. Um, I've, I've watched a little bit um, of the videos on YouTube and, and, like, kind of a little bit of what these teams can do, but I don't see them beating JMU. Um, I mean, let's be honest, uh, Wes can't catch uh, anyone on JMU. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I guess for my take, uh, I've got JMU winning the bracket. Uh, I think their match with Central will actually be kind of close. Um, just I can't really discount Central because they beat us with 10 people last year. Um, and now that they have a full 20-man roster, uh, I can only imagine what they're going to be like uh, with the four years of work put together and all the uh, rookies kind of call up to speed by then. Um, so I've got Central going 2-1, and one, uh, Western Kentucky going 1-2, and two, and then DePaul staying undefeated. Yes. Indeed. Always undefeated. <laughs> all right. Um so let's say like the uh, the elimination brackets set up in a perfect world, and you know everyone gets like the seeds that they're supposed to get. Uh, Spencer, who do you have as your final four, and who would you pick to make a big upset at some point on elimination day? Uh, my final four, I'd have SJSU, Grand Valley for sure, uh, JMU, and a little bit of a toss-up, but I definitely think Kent will be in there. As far as it as an upset goes, I definitely think being on their home court and having if they're able to get fans there like Kentucky and Sacramento Valley did in their past nationals, I think Ohio State did. But uh, maybe pull an upset off and uh, get into the final four. Okay, uh, Dylan, same question. Uh, so Grand Valley, honestly, or obviously, I would see in the final four. Um, Probably JMU and Kent, and then I'm going to go with Ohio State just because they're at home. Ooh, no Saginaw Valley. So I guess that would be my upset is Ohio State. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kevin, what do you have? Uh, I'd have JMU, Kent State, Saginaw <laughs> Grand Valley as my final four. Uh, I guess my upset pick, uh, I'd say Kentucky. We don't even know if they're going or not, but if they do, <laughs> I think they're gonna be really good. That's that's usually how it happens at nationals. A lot of people go, "Oh, well, I'm gonna pick this team," and then they don't even show up. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's, it's just tradition. That's all it is. 
Well, hopefully they do show up so uh, your scientific bracket doesn't get messed up, Zig. <laughs> um, I am very scientific. I got lots of stuff, lots of values that go into it. It'll be great. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess for my final four, I've got Grand Valley and Saginaw. Um, no offense to either of you guys. I kind of hope you guys get matched up in the Final Four so it's not an all-Michigan final. Because <laughs> I think if you guys are on opposite sides of the bracket, uh, I think it would be an all-Michigan final. Um, just from what I've been hearing, how both your teams have been playing lately, and Kevin, from what I saw from your team play. Um, and then I've got JMU and Kent. Um, I could kind of see any of the four teams I have in there getting knocked out by someone else. Uh, like an Ohio State, uh, like a Central, or if Michigan State's been coming along like I've been hearing, like them. Um, but those are just the four I'm going to pick. And then my upset, um, I I'm not, I don't care that you're on this podcast, Dylan. I'm picking you guys to go in the quarterfinals and um, you know make some noise, even though it's your first nationals. And from what most everyone told me, when teams go to their first ones, they just they show up, they learn a lot, but um, don't really make deep runs. But I've definitely got you guys upsetting someone, unless you get like matched up against Grand Valley in the first round. Oh, they're going down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Zig, do we have a format for the All-Star game yet? Um, I th think we're going to do uh, voting. The same thing we did last year, but like probably later in the week just because there's been a lot of stuff going on, and I I was blasting uh, the captains getting their all-stars in and getting the shirt sizes and, and the ladies match. So, I mean, it'll probably be the same as it was last year, only I think we're going to do 20 minutes for all-star versus all-star. Um, one team is red and one team is gray. And... Big and then, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we just finished off the All-Star logo. We're going to wait to release that later on. Nobody gets to see it except for Jude and Ryan Carlton. Anyways, um, let's see, 20 minutes, All-Star versus All-Star, and then 20 minutes or so of alumni and staff versus the All-Stars. So that should be fun. Oh, and then the ladies' match, of course, which is probably going to be about 30 minutes. Well, I wish I could continue this, but i got to get to the alumni game, guys. All right, Spencer. I'll hit uh, Jason Stein in the face for somebody, though. <laughs> all right. I'll see you all in a week. Later, man. See ya. Uh, so, I wish you'd let me know about the staff part, because that means I have to play in that now. In the staff. Why? Do you want to hit Bo Miss or? <laughs> no. Nah. It's, it's just another uh, another game I have to add to uh, my parents' list of worries about me post-surgery. Oh, no, nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it's only 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, um, so you said the girls' game is going to be about like 30 minutes, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to try them to give them a little bit more time as much as what's in the schedule, because uh, a lot of the girls don't get to play regularly, except for Nepal. But and I think that was that was a, everybody 
that I talked to last year, they all had lots of fun at, at their respective ladies' matches, so we just want to keep that tradition going. Is that all going to happen on Saturday? I, yes, I believe it's going to happen on Saturday. On Friday, we're going to have open dodgeball. If if not, I mean, it'll be like any staff that comes in, come in at like maybe 8 o'clock or so, 8 p.m. and Because uh, we have courts there. We have them reserved. And if we can't get uh, teams to play on Friday against each other, if the pools don't work out, then uh, uh, we'll just have open dodgeball. We'll have some registration happening and... You know, more more on the schedule will be released, but okay. Well, hopefully, it, science Friday will be a fun day. <laughs> Friday will be a fun day, regardless. So it'll be open dodgeball and and low key and stuff like that. All right. Um. So unfortunately, I didn't get to ask Spencer this, but I guess for the last one, if you guys had to pick a matchup, uh, either pool play or elimination, um. Who would you guys most want to see play in the match? Ooh, I think I would like to see uh, DePaul play Penn State because I think that'd be even. But I don't know if that that won't probably won't happen. But that's just like weird stuff. I know DePaul usually will end up playing one of the top four, which would be JMU on session on Sunday. Gotcha. Dylan, who do you want to see? Uh, well, the last two times I've seen Kent and JMU play, I think it's gone into overtime, and they were really exciting games. So uh, that would be really cool to see again. Uh, and when we play you guys, it's always really fun. Um, I guess I wouldn't be watching that, but uh, probably Kent and JMU again. Gotcha. And Kevin? I agree that Kent-JMU would be a good game. But then also... Uh, Saginaw against JMU. I don't think they've played yet this year. That'd be an awesome game to watch, though. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a little bit off the wall. I kind of want to see Michigan State and Wisconsin Plathville play each other. No idea yeah. why. No. I, I just, I think. I don't think they've played ever. Not. Maybe um, once. Yeah, and it's just, like, I think it's a matchup where um, I don't know much about either team other than what I've heard, um, but I think it would be kind of close and fun to watch. Uh, if Wisconsin shows up to play, uh, even though Ziggy said sometimes they show up to play for fun, uh, but if they show up to play to win... Um, they always play, they always show up to, uh, to compete, but, like, by the end when it's, like, 2-0 and and Wisconsin won't be winning... It'll the final match will be. They they just they stop playing competitively for the entire match. Oh, it's, it's just keep a, it's a weird. Yeah, they they keep competitive until the match is like kind of decided, and then they launch into doing their own thing. Gotcha. Well, if they keep up the uh, competitive feeling for the whole match, um, yeah, I think that would be a really fun one to watch. Um, Again, I, since I don't know much about it either, I don't know what makes me say that, but I just think it'd be a great matchup. Yeah, their match at the the DUI against who was it? That was really close. It was Central. Central, Central, and and 
and UWP, that was a very, very close match. Um, and Central just barely won it. So, within, Wes is within asking the last to get <laughs> So, Wes Peters is asking to get in, so do you guys want to have him jump in and give his input? Sure. Alright, let me uh, show him an invite and see if we can catch him up. Alright. Well, while he does that, I just wanted to explain a little bit of how the pools should be... Um, pools are generally made, because I don't think we we went into that. I mean, the pools... the, high, the Well, the idea behind the regions are that they're pretty malleable, so you can always uh, move teams around within the region. I know all the Michigan teams play each other in Michigan, but, for instance, one year we had uh, Bowling Green playing Michigan more than any other team in Ohio, so therefore they would be placed in Michigan for that particular, you know, ranking setup. So that's just generally how they work out. And the way we try to do pools on Sunday, on Saturday, at least, is getting unique matches for teams, getting them fair, keeping them, you know, so a team generally plays a team that's really good, a team is at their level, and then like another team that's, you know, a more easy match, like a lot of, or like a more fun match. So that is generally, I mean, what do you, do you guys, you guys all been to nationals before at least? Not, not to you, of course, but uh, yeah, I, you generally know that whole Saturday setup. What's up? Ew. I was hoping yeah. I never saw him again. Uh, Wes, Wes, you should put on Sean's sunglasses. Oh, uh, really? You want me to? Yeah. All right, these aren't Sean's sunglasses. Peter gave me them just now. Oh. Did you give them to you, or did you take them and leave them a box? He, he just physically gave me to. Really given. Kevin. <laughs> Alright, um... Uh, I can go get your sunglasses, sunglasses if you want, Sean. Just bring them to Ohio State. Alright, moving on. Uh, Zig, were you still uh, going on, or uh, had you finished up? No, I, I was just trying to fill some time Okay. with some babbling um, about the ranking. Alright, Wes, uh, real quick, to get your take on some makeshift pools that we made. Uh, just give me your picks real fast. Pool A is Grand Valley, Wisconsin Platteville, Maryland, and Bowling Green. Um, I would have to pick, obviously, Grand Valley first. Second, I think Wisconsin would take it based on the game that we played them UWP. at Chicago. Yeah, UWP. And then Maryland being third place. All right. But I uh, honestly think... The Wisconsin-Maryland game would be a really tight game. All right. Uh, and our pool B was Saginaw Valley, Ohio State, uh, Kentucky, and Penn State. Saginaw first. I haven't seen Kentucky play all year besides the tournament that we went to at Kent, which was in September. So... 
And then based off of the game that they played at Nationals last year, Ohio State versus Kentucky, I think it would be a toss-up. I'd probably pick Kentucky, though. All right. Uh, pool C is Kent State, Towson, uh, Michigan State, and Miami. What do you think? I've only seen uh, MSU play. Can I get one more time real quick? Sorry. <laughs> Kent State, What's up, Kevin, <laughs> Towson, Michigan State, and Miami. Um, it would be Kent State, Michigan State, Towson, then Miami. All right. Uh, and our last poll is JMU, Central, Western, uh, Kentucky, and DePaul. Western has a dodgeball team. Yes, Western Kentucky is a dodgeball. Oh, Western Kentucky. Okay. No, no, not Western Michigan. <laughs> it would be uh, Central Michigan, and then JMU. Actually, I have no idea between the two. I've never, we've never played JMU, not once ever. So I have no idea. It'd be us two, and then Western Kentucky. All right, and then if you had a perfect world, who would your final four be? All Michigan teams, baby. <laughs> Course. All Michigan teams. Alright, uh, if you had to pick a team that would show up and like make an upset on Elimination Day, who would you pick? An upset. If I had to pick one team other than us, then I would pick... Oh, I'd pick Maryland. I want Maryland to make some noise. Alright. <laughs> Will do. Hey, you better you better not let me down, Dylan. I won't. I would never. <laughs> Dylan, I I kinda wanna get matched up in the first round just so we can say at least one of us made it to the quarterfinal. Are these real groups though, seriously? Like for or are these just like No. No. The pools aren't done yet because uh the rankings aren't submitted yet. Okay. Um we have a, an idea of the rankings, but we're not obviously using a strictly NHL system like we were in past years, so it'll be released a little bit later in the week. Okay. Yeah. The uh, Probably. Yeah. So they're not going to be done this weekend? Um, I have a meeting with the um, coding development team uh, tonight, and then we're probably going to finish it up and then... I'm gonna work on. I'm, I've been working on it all day, and I've probably put about f uh, 30 hours in on NCDA work this week alone. So, how is the uh, seating for the bracket play gonna work? Seating for bracket play is uh, your ba your basic. So, uh, a match is generally going to be worth more on Saturday than it was in the regular season. In past years, it's been 80% to three quarters of a, or 80% to 75% or something like that. Um, it's generally worth more, so your performance in on Saturday will help boost your your ranking on Sunday's standings. Because the way the let me explain it again. The way I I. And trying to get it to work is we have a standings that determine the pools for, you know, generally for Saturday. 
and then that same ranking system is applied to the results that you play on Saturday night. And at Saturday night, we we add like a special modifier to those nationals matches, maybe like double them or you know 75% or something, and then apply that, get get back the standings, and then seed them out accordingly, one through sixteen. Does that answer your question? Yes. Okay. Good. Because I'm just trying to be clear. Is this for sure the 16 teams that are going, or are there any more teams that might go? The Nationals? You no. Know, I, I, I would like to say this is 100% the list, but it almost never is the case. Yeah. Because traditionally we have people drop. We have people that jump on at the last minute. And, you know, it, we could seal it off, but then again, we're like a glorified beer league, so why not just spend a couple extra hours to, to figure it out again? <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. I, I, I would say, like, probably 80% this is, this is a solid 16-team matchup. And then we, I, I mean, I would like to also uh, give a shout-out to uh, the three other teams that are bringing representatives, Siena Heights, Davenport, um, University, and also probably Virginia Commonwealth. So they're bringing a couple people and they're playing in the All-Star game. So I just want to give a shout-out to them for actually coming. Are they coming? Uh, St. Ambrose is not because they don't have funding to get there. I believe, but they they've been in contact generally with the league, which is always nice. Okay, there's so a lot of teams that could not play. Yeah. Um, as for like, once the schedule is decided, are you are we looking at any Friday games or no? Uh, Friday a Friday schedule. Um, yeah. We went over this before, but like. Just uh, Friday is generally going to be open dodgeball. So, like, I'll have whatever staff can come in. Uh, any players that want to play for, like, maybe an hour or two uh, with the staff, just a general open dodgeball. We can play Kent State rules. We can play DePaul rules. We can play JMU's freeze ball that they taught DePaul and play some gladiator dodgeball. Um, if there is uh, matchups that can work on Friday, I would love to have teams play on Friday because that will ease up the schedule immensely. Okay. And because I can't really say that until I, you know, develop the pools and make sure people are able to actually play on Friday. Right. But we have courts, so... If, if we did need to play some games on Friday, I'm, like, 99% sure Central could play Friday, play one game Friday. Okay, that's good to know. It'll probably be at least one one game if I'm trying to get you know I wouldn't ever put two games because I don't think that would actually work. But that's right. a good thing to keep in mind. So, uh, other than that, do we got? Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about for nationals? Oh, uh, we all star game. Yeah. Um, all star game will probably. The vote, or I mean, like the the picking, like we did last year, will happen uh, during the week. Or so. Oh, the girls' game. No, you the ladies' game. The ladies' match will happen. They get like thirty or forty minutes. 
Peter wants Peter Bro of our team wants to know if he can play because he has long hair in the girls match. No. Do we have captains for that yet? Uh no, yeah. I think I'm just gonna make Jude and Carlton figure that out because the way it happened last year was just uh um Zach Brown is like, Okay, Zig, you're gonna be a captain. I'm like, Okay, sure. And it was fun, so it's just kind of, you know, it's whatever. It, the whole All-Star game is a fun thing. It's Great all about t-shirt. fun. And, and I feel like t-shirt, I guess. the funnest way to do it, honestly, would be have the t-shirts ready and everything somehow, but like pick the, have the two or two or four, you know, two for each team, captains pre-picked, and then have everybody stand in a line on Saturday and then pick them, you know, like like it's at practice or something. Style. Yeah, playground style. Like uh well I, the way we did it, um the way we do it at DePaul every day, every dodgeball night is just one two. Everybody's in a circle and then one two, one two, one two. Yeah. Well you but, guys have a crap ton of people come. You know, you can fly it, though. Yeah, well we're gonna have sixty four people Fair or point. so in the All Star match. I don't know. There's lots of ways we could do it. Yeah. We gotta figure it out. It definitely needs to be figured out soon, though. Okay, okay. Zig mess. I got a bunch of stuff I'm working on that's more important than the All Star game. Nothing. Apparently, according to Peter, is nothing important. More important than the All Star game. Hmm. I'm throwing you under the bus. Uh, so Sean, you got anything else for us? Uh, I think I'm all set. Uh, since we don't know the full bracket yet, and we don't know who the captains are going to be for the All Star game. I got one question. All right, Kevin. Uh, what about the commentating? And like, are the all the games going to be filmed at Nationals, or I don't know if they have that figured out. Um, Josh Raymer is working on commentary, and so is uh, Jude and. Carlton, I think, uh, as well, are handling most of the video stuff. So most of the, I think, the the goal was to have every match um, filmed, just like last year and the year before. Yeah. And it, it helps when you have Raymer and like the force that he is on task. Sweet. Uh, do you guys have any other questions or comments? Uh, so when are we going to know if we have a game on Friday, I guess? Yeah. Um, as soon as the pool is done, I'll start asking people to play on Friday. Okay. So I, I'm going to try to get the, the pools done by, or released by Monday night or so. Alright. As soon as possible, really. Right? Okay. Because I, I know they're... Yeah. Count us in for one. Count Central Michigan in for one. Okay. Yeah, we, we can go on Friday, too. All right. Sounds good. Warmer weather in Ohio. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Barely. All right. You guys have anything else? No. Mm. Nope. All right. Well, let's, let's sign off.
All right. Sean, take it away. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm Sean Smith, and I guess I'll cover uh, Spencer since he was here earlier. Um, I'm out. I will see you guys in a week. You guys want to sign off? <laughs> uh, I'm Zumas Maloney. I I live to serve the league. I'll see you guys on Friday night. Any of the other three? <laughs> All right. I'm Kevin Bailey, captain for Grand Valley, and I'll see you guys on Friday too. I'm excited. I'm Dylan Allred, captain of Maryland, and I will also see you guys Friday, late Friday. <laughs> Very late on Friday. And Peter Bro of Central Michigan University. Can't wait for nationals. It's going to be a good time, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, everyone. We will see you at Ohio State. Thanks for listening to Average Joe's Podcast. Be sure to check out more episodes of Average Shows on iTunes or our website, ncdadodgeball.com. Until next time, just remember the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Bye-bye.